Welcome back to Pardon My Franchise, the podcast about watching movies in a in a row. I'm Nora. I'm joined this week by Kim. Hi, hi, hi. Kim here. Welcome. Happy happy to be here. And this week we watched a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons 3, The Book of Vile Darkness. That's true. It, it 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 does. They do make it sound most vile. Yeah, that's that book's made of a guy. Uh, a guy's blood. His skin was turned into pages. His bones into yeah. the cover, and his blood became. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rip that guy. So, grody stuff. Okay, now I have questions about the the like one of the central one of the central like parts of the finale. Then. Uh huh. Because <laughs> why did. Why did they need to? Why do they need new ink? At the beginning, in the intro, in the five and a half minute long uh, animated oh, intro it's, sequence, it's crazy. It go. It keeps going. It keeps going. It's so slow. Um, but they do say that they that they managed to destroy the ink in the before times. Yeah, I, I, that feels so weird to me. That like, oh, they managed to white it, white it out, and that's about it. <laughs> They destroyed the ink, so they couldn't mm-hmm. write more evil. Yeah, um, but uh, it especially just feels like the fact that they didn't have to. Like, I, I, I feel like consistency is the key here. That like you would need to get the flesh and bone and ink from the same guy. I'm surprised they weren't like tearing off strips of the guy's dad's skin. I guess that would make sense, but would that make? An evil book, or would that make a pa- a paladin? Book? I feel like I feel like ripping apart a paladin for it's probably. I don't know. I've seen how people get with like the remains of the saints. That's true. Maybe it's not so evil to use body parts. Ah, uh, just blood. But we follow a, a main guy who looks like we have Chris Pine at home. It. it this boy's nothing to me. It's so weird. <laughs> He's fine there are some things so this movie online gets kind of described as looking like a ren fair and i think that's That's true true. uh the props are sometimes bad he has this uh oh he's this huge oversized medallion or whatever 
<laughs> yeah, he has this holy symbol that's like the size of a of a yeah. saucer around his neck that he's hiding under his armor. Um, Deeply silly. Yeah. Also, this is also a fourth edition D and D movie, which is a, a first for this podcast, and it's the only one. Um, this is that's kind of some of the ways that the magic gets used, where it's like. I'm sitting in the middle of this tavern, and I'm just going to conjure a ball of energy and have the screen go dark around me to intimidate you all, and nobody else in the tavern is really going to comment on it. That's kind of the style of fourth Everyone's edition. Got way that, like, everybody's yeah. doing cool shit. Okay. Yeah, all the time. Um, I And there's also, like, when he's buying the armor, the guy's like, Paragon or Heroic? Those are the leveling tiers. Like, your first ten levels are the Heroic tier, then you yeah, choose a path. I, I had a feeling about that. <laughs> you get a paragon path at level 10 that, that, instead of a class. And then an epic destiny from 20 to 30. He sounded so pissed off about having to answer that. Like He was like, obviously. Obviously, yeah. What the fuck's what, what's I'm your level deal? level 11. Shut up. <laughs> um, Campaign just started. Let's talk about the plot, though. We've been kind of... I've led us around yeah. uh, in a circle here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this evil book. And a group of knights, mm-hmm. uh, they never say the word paladin, but they're just paladins. They are sworn to Pelor, god mm-hmm. of light, who is a Greyhawk deity. That is so- Knight, Knights of the New Sun. Knights of the I New Jingle. Sun. Uh, which was fun, just because I've been thinking about mm-hmm. Severian lately. Oh, what a guy to rotate. Um, they form this holy order to dispatch the... Uh, Nagrul is his name, who uh, mm-hmm. made the evil book. And uh, then a lot of time happened, and there was too much peace, and they decided that uh, you know the knights aren't as yeah. Now as now it's like twelve guys, and instead of a castle or anything, they have a clearing. They have a park with a rock in it. Yeah, but apparently it's a really good rock, but no one can figure out how to use the rock. Yeah, Pelor does not speak to them anymore, does not grant them powers anymore. Yeah. Um, like, and, but this guy, he was convinced he would be different. He would wake up the the monolith, uh, and he was like, I thought I was different. It's so funny. It's like, this char- this guy is, like, deeply in, like, CW range of, like, both too old and too young for everything he has going on. And it just feels like, I am. I don't know. Like the way he's he's like, come on, Dad. I was gonna be the coolest knight, and now I'm a failure. Dad, like you're still a knight, bro. Here's this is why yeah. I love this character yeah. so much. <laughs> that this is one of this is like a guy, is that he's so overblown, like paladin guy, mm-hmm. tortured paladin guy, um, because. Guys show up and within about yeah. three seconds kill all of the knights, except him. And so except he his dad, his dad finds an adventuring party that is working for. Right, yes, his dad gets kidnapped. He finds a group that is working for the the evil guys. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, I guess the people that raided them is like really like like killers and stuff for hire i assume and then there's like the actual guys who hired them or whatever who are cooler yeah um 
So we meet our party. We have Accordia, a Shadarkai sorceress. Shadarkai mm-hmm. are elves from the Shadow... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shadowfell, which is the plane they go to at the end of the movie. Uh, Seath, a human assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, Vimac, no, Vimac, uh, a Goliath barbarian. And Bez, a human vermin lord. I, they just call him the vermin lord for so long. And I'm like, that's vermin lord. That's just his name. So... The Book of Vile Darkness in D&D is like a source book for evil characters full of all super, super edgy stuff. Uh, like, here's a here, here's a wand made of tongues. Sure. Or, like, here's rules for, like, murder. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the things. Vermin Lords are in there. Or whatever. Yeah, the, the Vermin Lord is a prestige class that you could take levels in uh, once you're a high enough level. And then in 4th edition, Vermin Lord is a paragon path. So you could be a, a wizard or whatever, and then you could go into Vermin Lord. You could That's major so in Vermin fun- Lord. It's so funny to think that at one point, this like freaky guy with like the evil-ass mask and like the, the wretched heart was just a normal wizard at some point. That's deeply funny to me. Yeah. I mean, look, we all have our Anakin moment. Of course. So other notes real quick. Um the Shatter Kai look a lot cooler in the books than this actor does. Oh no, yeah. There's just like this... some like face tattoos going on. Or even just face paint, I guess. Yeah, and she didn't want to shave her head for the, cringe, for the cringe, movie, which I cringe, understand. Cringe. <laughs> um the assassin character. Um let me pull this up. So that is the art for the assassin. Who is, as you can see, covered so in spikes. And that's what this guy looks like in the movie. Clearly, the inspiration for this uh, this outfit is just goofy. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get riveted up. It's um, it's really silly. Vimax just a guy in face paint. Yeah, it's um, really funny when he like stands up to try and be intimidating, and he's like an inch taller than like the protagonist, or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Uh, they need a special horn. And also, I should mention, he's a vermin lord. The other guy's an assassin. In 3rd edition, assassins had a requirement that they be evil alignment before they could I take see. levels. Um, so this is an evil party. Mm-hmm. And they want to make sure I can kind of tell. <laughs> it's, he's a... The, the way evil is judged in this movie, and like I guess just like, <laughs> this is just like indicative of D&D overall, is so deeply funny but like go on it's yeah um, go on it's a it's a cosmic energy that permeates your body if you act a certain way and people can tell Mm -hmm. of course um so they need to retrieve a horn and the horn is being held by a wyvern yeah i guess it just like has a horde yeah it has it's in its horde it's a horn horde okay and um they have to fight the dragon and they managed to kill it, but our protagonist <laughs> saving uh, Accordia's <laughs> life. Okay, I thought you were going. I, I thought you were going to talk about how he, how he saves the prisoners or whatever. And he's just like doing this, like oh, kind of like half-assed, like oh, we should keep them alive so we can turn them in for a reward or whatever. And his buddy's like, ah, you want you want to free them <laughs> from life? And then he like pulls out a dagger, and it's like, oh my god, what a goofball! No, 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 we we could we could take them back to town mm-hmm. and we would be seen as heroes we would get yeah. you know they would like us 
Uh, but he's he's doing this while trying to appear evil. He's got his like yeah. So he's like Argh. yeah. He's he's got his like edgy um, bangs and his dark armor and his vicious mm-hmm. weapon that he bought. Um, the sword looks so goofy. I w- I was really hoping he'd be like no thanks. I need a cooler sword because I, I it's <laughs> it's like too big for him. It is like it's like it's like it was like he's like using one of those big like foam toy swords. Yes, that is exactly it. And then he gets another sword, um, a Vorpal weapon. That sword's a bit better from the from the treasure. But they they kill the dragon. They go back to town, and Accordia is like, uh, "You saved my life, so by tradition." I I am yours to ravish however you want. <laughs> oh, she was she was so horny to get topped tonight, and it was not happening. It was not happening. You can't spring that on a paladin. It's so funny. It's just like she's like, oh, so haha, what do you want me to do? And he's like, uh, like get up. And she's like, oh, all right, you're a little a little, little bit of a pervert, huh? I want to do it standing or whatever. And he's like, no, like put your clothes on. She's like, oh, a fetish, huh? And he's like, no, like stop. And she's like, what the fuck is this? I didn't. I didn't become like as cool as I am to be rejected by a human boy, by a by a dweeb. And then he's like, "You said ravish you however I want, and I choose your pride." And she she actually owns owned by that. And I'm like, this this guy, this, this yeesh. But then they fuck anyway. They do fuck anyway, but like he does, he did have to like really just like fuck her around for a while. I thought this scene was really weird and partially because it was a really bad sex montage mm-hmm, of course second though they never kiss at an angle where you can see both actors they just really don't they didn't want to kiss because so it I, was icky yeah or something They're like um it just reminded me of kirk cameron mm-hmm. the like conservative movie guy who in movies where he plays the hero he will have his wife stand in for the actress for kiss scenes because he doesn't want to kiss another woman and this is what I was thinking about this whole scene of like why are they cutting away every time they get Nora don't you don't you understand Uh, paladins must resist cooties so they can't kiss he did swear to resist cooties at the beginning of the film that's a big plot point but it was kind of all for naught rescuing the rescuing the uh, villagers and such because they kind of steal a treasure and kill a bunch of people yeah on the way out they steal they steal the little bit of treasure that they got from the dragon and they steal the town's like central yeah treasure they just kinda, he does have a he does have a bag of holding he just pockets it all it was i felt so yes. weird about how he just yes. like and I, like I, you did say this is like the normal magic level for like fourth edition or whatever, but it felt so weird that he's like, "Yeah, like, give me like these like hundred magic items at the store," and the guy is just like, "Yep, the normal day." That is so weird. It is exactly how D and D works as written. Typically, like there will be something in the book that says like you might not be able to buy all of these at a store, and you might want to make a, yeah. a more I like I, I, I specific like, oh, selection like to offer your hold players. whatever, like or just like you can drop a body into it and it's fine. I would be like, I feel like, I feel like there's maybe be like you need a license for this or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you have to be at least level 7 to purchase this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's multiple types of bags of holding, and it dictates how much they can hold. Okay. And it's like how much extra space there is. I think even the smallest one can hold a person. It'll be pretty snug. But the the bag of holding is airtight. And there's a limited supply of air in that thing. That's charming. Um, That's a good way to torture someone, I guess. Which is not relevant for no, this movie. No. But we'll get there in yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Bez, the vermin lord, starts killing people in the town. Uh, just passing around poisons and bugs and shit. Yeah, no, there's a scene, like, before uh, they even start the marauding thing, where he's just like, hey, we found this, like, like jewel that, like, a ring from the guy who died. And the, the the wife of the guy who died is like, oh, that's, thank you, you're a hero, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And, like, she puts it on, and she gets, like, horrific flashbacks to her husband getting, like, eaten by the dragon, and, like, you can see the guts and gore and whatever, and she's like, ah! And then he goes like, hey, and he just keeps on walking after putting a bunch of bugs in her like kids stuffed bear or whatever. It's so goofy. It's so... <laughs> He's just like, ah, so well, I, I still have spells left after fighting a dragon. So I'll just, <laughs> I'll just burn them on these dweebs. And then uh, Seath, our assassin friend, uh, turns drinks a potion of invisibility, which I thought was really fun because it like turns mm-hmm. him invisible from the stomach out. No, that's a good bet. It. That was kind of yeah. fun. And then he just kills a guy and it's done. They steal the stuff and they go to leave the next day and they're locked into the town. I, I do really like that they steal the stuff and then like <laughs> have a nice night's sleep. Like they don't get away in the night. They're just like, well, we're tuckered out. Look, they, they had so many sex that night. Oh, so many sex. Uh, but they have a standoff with the mayor. And Grayson tries to talk everyone down, split the treasure half and half, and they'll get out. And then Vermin Lord explodes the mayor. <laughs> it works, and they're like, "All right, let let them go for half the treasure, or whatever." And everyone's like, "Ooh, all right, Ooh, that was a that was a rough day." And like all the villagers are even like on their side, like they slay the dragon, like they deserve some of the treasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Vermin Lord just explodes the mayor, and it's like, "All right, he just he just he just loves evil." He's so Palpatine. He's so That's tackling true. evil. Um, then that night, the group is all sleeping. And despite being super evil, they are all sleeping at the same time. And nobody's suspicious enough to keep watching. No, anything. they're all tuckered out after a hard day of killing people. Yeah. Like they need to rest to get back their daily powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grayson, who is, by the way, is our guy. His name is Grayson. Uh, he, yeah, we've been avoiding saying it, but he has a first name too, right? Grayson. Oh, is that not I his thought first it, name? No, because his dad calls him Grayson, so I guess that's his first name. But I thought he had a different name. It's, I always thought he had, it sounded like he had two last names or whatever. But I don't know. I only see Grayson okay. listed here. He poisons the barbarian, and as he's like gets paralyzed, he shoves him in the bag of holding and tosses it into the river. Uh, which starts to bubble and as like the interior space fills yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. water from the river. So that guy's yeah, done for. That is hell. <laughs> uh, the treasure's in there too, right? Because he wanted to make it look like the guy ran off with the treasure, which is yes, just deeply yes. funny. That there's just he's just like ah fuck it, just chuck the treasure away. Who gives a shit? I mean, they got what they want. They the he needs the horn to get his I, dad, but I, it couldn't hurt to have treasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, now nobody has that vorpal sword. Yeah, cringe. Then they go and they find Splice, 
they find this uh, this weird little kid. The, this was like the part of the movie that made me like sit up, like, what the fuck is this thing? This is a grody little creature. <laughs> they, they, this is this, a sleigh mate? This thing looks like way grodier than like anything else in the movie. Like the dragon was like this like deeply mid, like it feels like something that you could just copy and paste into like a like Windows like video movie maker like thing. <laughs> but then it's like, oh this thing's like lovingly mm-hmm. detailed with like fucked up eyes and drool and sweat. And it's like this like w- and like the yeah. pigtail animations and whatever. It's like, bro, what is going on with this thing? Uh so it's some kind of undead child, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, su- and it sucks fingies. It sucks fingies because it feeds on negative energy. And so to mm-hmm. prove themselves free of decency and thus worthy of obtaining the book's cover from this um, little puzzle, they have to uh, give this creature their fingy for a second. And it, you know, tastes vermin lord and he's like yeah that's that's good no yeah he like he like keeps doing it until everyone else gets creeped out and they're like dude stop (laughs) and then grayson does it and it seems fine it and it's this yeah okay so it's like it sucks on his thingy a bit and it's like oh you've been a bad boy because i guess like the like murder and stuff turns him evil and it's like Okay, fine, whatever. But then the final girl gets it, and like, despite like what I would assume is like a lifetime of like evil wizard shit, it's like, oh, you're you're straight, so eat shit. Well, here's the thing: in the next scene during the fight, he asks her, "It was me, wasn't it?" And she's like, "Yeah." So either that means she loves mm-hmm. him or whatever, or like his blood was the one that set set oh. off the the creature it just took a I did, second i didn't even think about that at all i was thinking that like oh he wasn't in love with her or whatever because he didn't get called on it but the sleigh mate summons a helmed horror yeah after like the extended finger sucking sequence they it, they still get they still get in a fight they, didn't... they still get in a fight yeah. and they get the horn mm-hmm. or no they, they get, get the, the cover, cover of the book yeah yeah, yeah. That's why they needed the horn. They needed the horn to get the cover. They didn't need the cover for Grayson to get to his dad. Mm-hmm. And so he's in. Uh, and he then gets, everyone's like, "Oh, you're gonna, yeah. you're a great job being evil, dude. You're gonna, people are gonna love you in the evil world." And he's like, "Oh, great. Do you have like any prisoners or anything? No reason." Um, also, Vermin Lord gets stabbed. Oh yeah, in yeah, that yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. and he's gone now. Uh, they go to Shathrax's lair, which is um. Mm-hmm. In the shadow fell. That's a guy with the zipped up mouth. And yeah, and like slaves. Hey, it seems like him, they kind of just have to do his own thing because he's like holding the cover of the book, and they're also like miming holding something, but they don't have anything in their hands. And like the way his like face is moving, but his lips are sealed, and like the like the the girls are speaking is just so goofy. Like I don't know. I feel like. He's got, like, this weird, like, glowing orb in his head, and it's like, I don't know, I feel like it would look better if, like, he just didn't talk, and they were just, he was just psychic, or whatever the fuck. But, like, yeah. Yeah, um, also, there's no subtitles, so I had a hard time understanding him. No, this was, like, this was, like, incomprehensible. Because he's, like, three voices. It's three voices, and they're a little bit out of sync, I guess, and, like, like, two of... Two of them are just like the girls like saying the same thing, but then you just have like <laughs> loudly overlapping that. Uh, Grayson finds his father inside uh, and tries to free him. They're discovered. 
And his dad's like, you have to destroy me so that they can't make the ink. And Grayson is like, no, I am a paladin. So long as one light burns. There's something about, like, because he, like, tries to rescue his dad. And, like, an evil sorceress walks in and is like, Grayson, what the fuck? What are you doing, bro? And his dad's like, whoa, bro. Whoa, she knows you? She, like, knows you? You're wretched beyond belief. You're the devil. No, you're not a paladin (laughs) anymore. And, like, Grayson's like, dad, I had to, like, get in here and save you. And he's like, but at what cost? And it's like, what? This is like, because why'd you give him the book cover? He like, even doing? before he learns that he gave him the book cover, he's just like, "You're you <laughs> suck. You're not my son." Blah blah blah. And it's like, I feel like it's kind of noble to do bad things to rescue someone. Like this is like the good and evil is like nonsensical because his dad's like, "I'm a true paladin." It's like, bro, you can't use the magic. You can't use the magic at all. What what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It's goofy. It's goofy. But yeah, uh, they um, get caught. So despite everything he's done, he still at the end will not <laughs> kill his own father. And he um, manifests Paylor's light in that scene and they start fighting. Uh, but Vermin Lord shows up. Yeah, gets him. Oh, also at some point, Vermin Lord kills Seath, the assassin. Yeah, by yeah mistake, did not. I guess. Oh, whatever. Uh, he was bl- he was bluffing like he was gonna kill Grayson to threaten Acoria. Acor- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these names, man. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, that happened also before the the thingy. Yeah, and the party's all gone except for Mister Vermin Lord and uh, the witch and Grayson. Yeah, Vermin Lord catches him and is trying to use Grayson for the ink. Because he's the purest knight, and that'll that despair will be really good. But mm-hmm. Accordia gives him back his amulet, and it blasts everyone with holy light. It, it is really funny that he's like, "Oh, hey, I know you're in love with him, but don't worry, he's going to be tortured forever." And he's like, "This couldn't backfire. She's probably still evil." And she gives him the amulet, and he gets out and kills everybody. Yeah, there's no big fight at the end because it just kind of they just there's just kind of a glow. Yeah, uh, it's a real it's kind of a raiders situation. Mm-hmm. You have a big Everyone gets thing exploded. at the end. I, I um, he is shirtless and it is like it's nothing. It's like what is there's like he and his dad both like while they were shirtless had these like weird rings of like like oh they like stamped you uh-huh. to get the blood out and it, it it did look it just looks really silly it, but uh. The movie, like, she's like, oh, I, I, I'm evil. Do you want to come and do evil things with you? And he's like, no, were you not, like, paying attention? It's like the whole paladin shit. And she's like, ugh, fine, whatever. Um, the, the, the Wikipedia page describes it as, Accordia and Grayson, despite their relationship, part ways at the end because of their different natures. There's no mention of their relationship. She's just like, hey, we could, like, keep doing fucked up shit. And he's like, no. And she's like, well, bye. And he's like, well... If we cross paths again, uh, am I, you know, am I gonna have to kill you or something? And she's like, no promises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shot the movie ends on is unbearably funny. I could not stop laughing as credits roll. Because it's just like (laughs) this, like, shirtless dude, like, his dad's nowhere in sight. It's just like in this empty room and he's like tortured and just kind of like haggard and, and like, but he like stands up and he's just standing in this really awkward framing. Like, and then it just like, oh, 
big cloud of insects to show that like the vermin lord's still alive flies by and then it's like oh movie's over and i'm like this is it's so (laughs) i cannot stress enough that it's just like he's way too small for this shot like it looks so far it's so far back and he's really just like a tiny guy but not tiny enough that it's like oh this grand scale it's just like oh he's just a little guy in this big room it's such a yeah, learning that it was like a direct to like th- direct to cable movie or whatever was like deeply elucidating because I was like nothing in this uh. looks good. None of these actors really care, but I did I I did think it was really funny. I I yes. I had a pretty good time with it despite all the all the nonsense. The the amount that I just like don't know about D and D, and so I was like, I don't know if this weirdness is like a bad movie or just like this is just what D and D is like, and they are just following that. Uh, it is kind of like playing with it a bit because it's like, oh, here's your adventure. It's an evil party though, uh, and here's your like your quest. Oh well, it's uh, it's evil relics this time. Look, looking up the looking up like the just like the titles of the first two it's like the the first two were the first two related or are all three just like a different kind of okay but like the first two it like have their own titles and then they put a three in this one and it's like there's nothing connecting it to anything it's such like a the three is the three is not in the title card in the film it is only on the dvd cover odd very odd yeah, this is a weird one. It was, uh, like we said, direct-to-DVD British dark fantasy adventure film, it says here. Uh, premiered in the U.S. as a sci-fi original movie in 2012. That's really funny. Um, I do think it's the best one of the three yeah. that I've watched. Uh, that's not <laughs> saying much, although the last one had some charm to it that this one didn't have. Uh, this one is sort of more interesting and i i like grayson he's so boring but also like i have a fond as somebody who played mm-hmm. a very similar character in pathfinder of like the knight like i was a cavalier mm-hmm. i was a knight i was like lawful good and um so committed to that and like playing into the fact that like this character mm-hmm. is kind of naive about the world um and like really dedicated to this vision um, didn't get to play that character too much, but it's given me a fondness for that uh, type of guy. Vermin Lord, man. I, they they put Vermin Lord in this that's one. That's just I. They just keep going like, ah, the Vermin Lord's up. What what are you up to, Vermin Lord? And it's like, oh, that's I I need I need that title. <laughs> like that's that's just deeply that's, like learning. It's like an actual D and D class. Is like, oh, all right, whatever. But like, Vermin Vermin Lord's got a charm to it. Just like as a as a way of referring to someone. Yeah, I had a good time. I was super high last night when I was watching this. <laughs> so that did. There were a couple of moments where I was like, "Hold on, I need to back this up. I missed something." <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, all in all, like mm-hmm. I've seen way worse movies for this podcast. Yeah, no, it's it's like no. this podcast seems like accursed in the things that will like pit you against in your future but it is a noble cause because well i i say noble cause i would not have watched this movie without this podcast ever probably and so like mm-hmm. noble asterisk question mark like you just kind of you're forcing movies upon your own fees i put picked this movie for you because i thought 
you might be able to tell me if the like grody stuff was any good. The gore, is, the gory scene was like the <laughs> weird flash of like the dragon eating her husband, and it's like a really shitty, a really shitty CG dragon thing. It's like a puppet. And then there's just like, oh, they've just got these big like almost like goofily thick noodles. Like these are like it was like deeply mid intestines. Like come on. But, uh, no, and that is, like, oh, like, the most, like, Grayson gets is, like, oh, a minor scratch on his, like, by his eyebrow or whatever, because they don't want to, like, put in the effort of, like, making, like, a fucked up, like, deep cut or something, and I don't know. Not, no, no specifically wretched wounds uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, the, the sucker marks didn't, uh, didn't do anything for you? No, they were really silly. It's like the, <laughs> it's like they got one of those, like, those like kindergarten like paper cutter stencil things and just like popped them on the body a few times. I think that's about all I have to say. Oh, mm. I guess I do think that this movie illustrates the narrative philosophy of fourth edition D D, where rather okay. than being sort of simulation-y, um, the core setting, or at least core assumptions there because like technically the fourth edition default setting was forgotten realms but more important than that they had like a framework that you could use that like ex- um exemplified what they're going for with the game design which is called points of light where like the world is covered in darkness and there are points of light in it where people are good and your job is to go out into the darkness and do good mm-hmm. as adventurers and then return to like those points of light and bolster them mm-hmm. and that really felt like this movie was taking that approach um there are it is like vastly dangerous wilderness dangerous like outside of you know civilization and then you get to the town and oh now you can you know, buy all these magic mm-hmm. items. You can have sex all night. You know, uh, you can get his, in trouble. His dad um, going like, "Oh, you know an evil wish? That's fucked up." And it's like he killed one guy and had sex once. I feel like take it up uh, with Taylor. I'm good. It seems that seems like a lot of effort. It seems like he doesn't like talking to people since they've been touching his rock with swords for like thousands of years and didn't get any reaction. <laughs> Uh, well, they weren't truly pure the way that Grayson is. Did they used to be? Where they did they, they used to have sex once and kill one guy once? I you have to I you mean, have I to guess. you have to know, know the depths of evil, which is killing a guy and having sex before you can be truly good. And that's what his dad didn't understand. You have to you have to know what you're giving up, and then yeah, exactly. Um, and also, obviously, there are a lot of issues with the philosophy of uh points of light but i did think that this movie sort of captured a little it bit it just of showed it off and like represented it yeah mm-hmm. um but other than that i think i'm done uh talking about dungeons and dragons 3 the book of vile darkness yeah it's a it's a movie i don't really recommend seeing it but it, it couldn't hurt i guess <laughs> not a negative not a negative experience uh, is my review. Well, you know, we got got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um there was 
one uh, question we got Whoa. that we didn't get to on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This is not a question, Crystal. Oh, no. Crystal says, please try to say this five times fast. Raceland's wasting, basting, tasting. Raceland's wasting, basting, tasting? Raceland's wasting, ba- No, I, I'm always bad with twisters. I'm fucked up already. <laughs> I'm just... Raceland's wasting, basting, tasting. Raceland's wasting, basting, tasting. Raceland's wasting, basting, tasting. Good job. I, I, I get tripped up saying normal uh, words, so I can't. I can't even try. Yeah, I'm, I'm a wizard. Yeah, no, I, I could tell. You're, you're some sort of... You, you're, are you going to prestige into Vermin Lord? You know what? I hate bugs so much that I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's interesting he's a Vermin Lord, because most of the shit he did was bugs. There, were, there weren't really many rats that is beck and call and such. You know what's way cheaper to get on set than rats? Oh, some CG bugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. People are going to look away anyway. It doesn't matter if they look good. That's true. Thank you for joining me on this little adventure. It's my pleasure. Uh, we will return next week when I believe Crystal will be guesting to watch the 2023 Dungeons & Dragons film uh, Honor Among Thieves, I think. Oh, wait. I w- I've actually seen that one. It's fine. Oh, really? It's fine. I I did. Uh, I'm I did, looking forward to it. I didn't think it. I did think it was more silly than this one. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Uh, although I think if Chris Pine is in a movie, I kind of expect a little bit of silliness. Yeah, no, but like, I don't know. There weren't like big goofy amulets. It's like bigger, like yeah, no vermin lords. No vermin lords, unfortunately. Are there like an equivalent, probably? Yeah. Like I don't know D and D lore, but it seems like they were equivalents mm-hmm. to Vermin Lords. I'm excited. I've heard lots of good things about this movie, mm-hmm. and was... I I like looking at Chris Pine in a movie. Yeah, so. I, it was a good. Th- it was a fun thing to watch with a friend. I'm excited for you and Crystal to see it and talk about it and all that. Is there anything you'd like to point people's attention to? Uh, there's this web serial called Unjust Steps at unjuststeps.com. I really like it. It's really good. It's about communist insurgents fomenting unrest in an empire completely underwater. I really, 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 really like it. That's all I got. All right. I, yeah. I second that nomination. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not as far as you, obviously, but... I'm, re- I'm reading week to week. It's pretty fucking good. You can you can support the podcast by going to exportodd.io or patreon.com slash exportaudio. Just a dollar will get you episodes a week early. And uh, more than that, we'll get you bonus podcasts in general. Uh, $5 gets you access to our premium podcasts. We do a lot of different shows over there, so please do check that out. Um, like I said, Autumn... It's sick as hell. It's a real, it's a real variety out. It really it's is. Good. Uh, it's good as hell. Autumn will be back, I think, after the D&D season. I think that's how that shakes out um and uh in uh in august but until then uh oh hell what did i say just a few days ago as the sign off to this podcast with the D. Um, don't don't be vile darkness don't be vile darkness uh i don't know protect your bones and skin and blood or it's just your blood i guess did it was there anything did anybody say a cool line in this movie not once. As so long as there is one pod casting in the darkness. <laughs>
Whatever. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <Okay>, bye. <laughs>